Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Do you want to start a company but have no idea where to begin? Or do you have dreams of becoming an influencer? Well, the Life with Mariana podcast is here to help. I'm Mariana Hewitt, a Los Angeles-based influencer and co-founder of the Clean Skincare line, Summer Fridays. Each Tuesday, I'm talking to my friends from business owners, wellness experts, and more to share all of their best advice for you to live your best life. Make sure to tune in and subscribe to my podcast and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what's coming up each week so you don't miss an episode. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. You guys, I am so freaking excited. I became obsessed with My Unorthodox Life on Netflix, made you all watch it. And I'm so excited that the one of the star, I mean, fucking the star, Robert Brotherton. You're welcome, Robert. Keep it up. I'm, I like it. I like it. Okay, keep keep going. Going, keep going. I mean, I'm going to feign, I'm going to feign, <laughs> you know, my humble life. But honestly, like, let's, let's keep it going. I first want to say, Robert Brotherton, that. My followers and listeners know that when I call somebody freezing, it means they're skinny. So I'm going to say you're fucking freezing Ugh. right now. You're freezing cold. You're shivering. You oh need my an God. extra jacket. Thank you What's so happening? much. I've been thinking about a Patagonia sponsorship and it is just I am manifesting this shit. I am so cold right now. I've like attached an entire cold sculpting machine to my whole body <laughs> and every little piece has been frozen to death. So I really appreciate that the. the you noticing it, you know, hard fought. First of all, it's so <laughs> it's so noticeable. And I'm glad that you got it so quickly. The reference, because I mean, OGs get it, but it takes a minute. But if you think about it, like skinny people are always cold. It's chilly out here for a skinny bitch. Yeah. Like I'm like, turn on the AC. But like <laughs> you need a fucking Patagonia jacket. Oh, so my gosh, that or North Face. You look amazing. And I just for let's start off with this. You're a star. So like, how are you just like working in an office every day before this reality show? Like you're meant to be on television. Like you have everything for it. Like 
how did this not happen yet? Okay, I went into this kicking and screaming and dragging my feet, not wanting to do it, but also kind of wanting to do it. It's like one of those things. And I, 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 I thought I would be like a total C character, which I was super happy about. But then as we kept doing more and more of it, I was like, okay, I'm kind of enjoying this. So let me just like throw this piece in here. Let me just drop a nugget here. And, you know, it kind of worked out. <laughs> Yeah, that's a. I love that because you could have so easily been just like Julia's sidekick with totally adding so much, right? Like humor and you guys have your inside jokes and the family loves you and you're like, you know, part of the family. But then you brought in like your personal, like a few personal pieces, mm-hmm. but a huge personal piece that left us all bawling, bawling. And that couldn't have been, I mean, if that was like not reality TV, I would have believe like it was just so unreal I mean could you have imagined that would have gone that well you know reaching out to your birth mother finding or meeting her I had absolutely no clue how it was going to go and on like the the day I stepped into that room was the first day I saw met even conceived of this individual so I was totally like in shock and awe but one thing to know I'm like not like the most emotional person I'm super like cut and dry about everything. I think we noticed. You're like, hello, birth mother. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Literally, it was a board meeting. Honestly, I'm shocked I didn't show her a balance sheet and an income statement. We didn't discuss cash flow projections. So I thought the meeting went well. No, you asking her where your like asthma, like where your seasonal allergies are from. What did you ask her? (laughs) The fact that my first question is like, do you like Diet Coke? This river runs deep, honey, deep. And she's like, and I love how she was like so innocently like, no, I drink regular Coke. Oh, and by you the know? way, a blow to my soul. <laughs> You're like, um, are you sure? Sorry, no, Robert- can we get a tweet 23 and me in here, please? <laughs> but Robert, you know what? She looks so much. I mean, you look so much like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wild to, to see. And I mean, we saw that you handled it. I wish everyone who, you know, goes on a, on a journey to find their birth mother could have had your experience, which was, I mean, which is you have amazing parents that you're obsessed with, yeah. are obsessed with you. You had a great upbringing. You're thankful that you were, you know, adopted. Your brother is the opposite of you. It's total wild, I mean, wild, op- Texas Ross. Are you guys close? Yeah, we're close. We, we did a live last night and every, oh my God, it was so annoying. First off, we, I do these lives so people talk about me, but all the ding dong girls went to talk to Texas Ross. I was so annoyed the whole time. Wait, are girls sliding into his DMs now? Oh, my, they're sliding into my DMs to try and figure out how to get into his DM. I'm like, no. I'm not a, a gatekeeper of Texas Ross, but it's been really cute for both of us. It was fun. And he, oh my God, was, I was so happy to have him with me because I, while I am not emotional, I am like, wrecked with anxiety so like it was it was nerve-wracking number one just putting that whole story out there and like talking about it and trying to be like mature while you do something you never really thought you would ever do um but like having him with me and I, what you don't see is you know Stacy brought a friend and Ross was kind of my my buddy and during half the time they were just chatting the whole time <laughs> I mean halfway through I was like um are you guys enjoying yourself? I, I hope so. Like, I'm trying to understand, like, how much aspartame I can have on a daily basis. But no, you guys talk about high school, please. It's like when a double date, like, goes better for the other couple. For sure. For sure. 
have you yeah. kept in touch with Stacy at all? I have. We've, you know, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, it's like a spectrum, right? I'm doing it slowly on my pace, but obviously like, there's no way in the world I could like throw her into this whole thing and then just like totally, you know, ghost. So like we've been in contact, I think like a healthy amount. We've gotten to speak a few times and also just kind of talking her through this process as I basically like talk myself through the process, <laughs> having been the first time for me too. Um, but it's been good, you know, and um, my birth sisters have all reached out to me now. So like, that's a whole other thing that I have to digest and deal with. Um, but, you know, they seem very excited to get to know me. I'm, you know, excited to, to get to know them. Haven't taken the step yet. We talked a little bit on Instagram, but that'll be the next, the next thing. It's all pretty wild. It is wild also how, I mean, your birth mother agreeing to do this on television is wild, you know, and then the same thing, you know, who I felt that about, about Yosef is Yosef as like emotional emoji as he's pictured on television. He's very I, sweet. I, I yeah. don't know him. I don't know him very well. I mean, I, I, I know the kids super well. And so I'm, I encounter Yosef, you know, pretty regularly, but it's always like as the kid's father. And mm. I think he's had his own journey and his own transformation, you know, through this process and before, because, you know, as Julia became more and more secular, let's say, obviously she drugged, she brought the family with her. And so mm. I think uh, Julia was telling a story at dinner the other day about how he wore jeans for the first time. <laughs> so that was, that was, we were celebrating that. So he is a mensch though, definitely a mensch. Oh, I love how you use the word mention. Are your parents Jewish or no? No, no. As 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 country Christian as they come. So so Julia and her family basically taught you all about Judaism. Like, did you I mean, Texas, right? Yeah, honestly, I knew one Jew growing up in Texas and then I went to Syracuse, New York, and then all my girlfriends were Jewish. (laughs) Yeah. So I've had lots of, you know, lots of experience, but not, not like so deep into the religious side. So now I, and also like, just like being privy to her writing her book and hearing some of the stories there, I've really learned the whole gamut. And you know, I'm the Shabbos Goy, so I turn on all the lights for everybody. It's, <laughs> no, it's, you guys, for those who doesn't, don't know what that means, it means that you're not allowed to do certain things on Shabbos if you're a really religious Jew. So then you have people that aren't do the things for you, which that's kind of cheating, but it depends like what you want to do. Oh, full disclosure. We are big time cheaters (laughs) because I am operating the light switches, the Netflix accounts, all of the above, turning on and off. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) you guys. Robert is in the Hamptons right now as we're recording. And so apologies for any like audio let's blame julia's wi-fi because he's with julia in the hamptons i want to go back to what we were talking about before you are a star how were you and you were kicking and screaming into this whatever but like you are you know so witty it's like you were you're meant for it you made it funny you made it light so how have you not been exposed to like reality television before anything like have you never been approached never been approached i mean obviously an old school fan uh i mean I was like on the bandwagon before there was a wagon for us to oh, be really? on. I mean, me and Vicky Gundelson go way back, you know? <laughs> and uh, so I've always like been, I've always been a part of it, obviously, but uh, never been asked to be a part of it. Lord in heaven. Oh my God. Julia and Roni. Yay or nay? Oh my God. First off, <laughs> I always tell her she should, she should go for it. 
Um, but she has no interest. I tried to make her watch an episode and she flat out refused after like five minutes. So <laughs> I don't know what kind of, I don't know what our chances She would are. make such a good addition to the show. This, I could not agree more. I mean, let's move to Potomac. She can join Potomac. CheapCaribbean.com has been around for over 20 years and is in the business of providing the best all-inclusive beach vacations. Oh my God, I want an all-inclusive beach vacation, you guys. <laughs> they're honestly the best because you know I'm not the type of girl that like wants to sightsee and like wants to go to museums and cathedrals sorry not sorry I want to be on a beach I want to be drinking a cocktail and I want them to be feeling free because I already paid for it and they're all inclusive you guys all inclusive beach vacation means you get to eat all the food alcohol and non-alcoholic beverages as much as you want and have beach and night activities included when you book at cheapcaribbean.com. All inclusive, you guys, means more food, more drinks, more fun. Cheap Caribbean has no change fees when you book at a cheap Caribbean resort and add trip protections. He can book with confidence, less money, less worry, more beach. Right now, you can take $100 off your next beach vacay when you visit cheapcaribbean.com slash not skinny, but not fat. You guys, it's cheapcaribbean.com slash not skinny, but not fat to get $100 off your next beach vacay. You guys, I'll see you on the beach. Let's drink a cocktail. Let's jump in the ocean. Let's swim in the pool. Let's take a hotel nap. Let's wear a robe. Literally, 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 let's book a cheap Caribbean all-inclusive vacation. Go to cheapcaribbean.com slash not skinny but not fat. See ya on the beach. Right now, you can take $100 off your next beach vacay when you visit cheapcaribbean.com slash not dash skinny dash not dash fat. So there are dashes in between every word of my podcast name. So it's cheapcaribbean.com slash not dash skinny dash not dash fat. Got it? To get a great deal, you guys, $100 off goes a long freaking way. Would you do another season, Robert? Yeah, of course. It was fun. I enjoyed it. What I love about this series is that, you know, it's really not a catty drama reality show like you have. I think it's kind of its own category. It's like half documentary, half docu-soap, half reality. And I feel like it's, you know, an elevated sector of the, of the genre. So I, I feel proud to be a part of it. And also, like, hell, it's showcasing us run our amazing company and the experiences of five individuals who are transitioning out of a life that they were born into, but, you know, want to change their, their, their circumstances in. So I think it's a beautiful story. It's so true. It's kind of like the, I, I think the Kardashians, like keeping up with the Kardashians is the only other example I can think of that's like a reality show, but it's not sustained on like drama and people being awful to each other, like the housewives and yep. bad mouthing each other and talking shit. And I feel like the Kardashians until now were kind of the only ones that managed that. And yeah, they get hate online about other stuff, but not about really what happens on the show. So that's really lucky because I feel like reality TV has become such a scary place. Like people get fired left and right. People get canceled left and right. People, you know, lose friendships, lose jobs. I mean, it's become such a toxic thing in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And you guys really managed to make it like about a family, you know, and you're part of the family. Fucking love it. What's it like being the COO of Elite? I mean, it's really a 
it's an amazing job because every day we work for people, right? I mean, we have 6,000 incredible talent on our roster. We're helping them build careers, build brands out of themselves. And so it's a really rewarding job, but it's so complicated because, you know, we exist everywhere in the globe, 48 different agencies around the world. And I really oversee a lot of the operations side of that. So that's the less glamorous pieces, like the trademarks and legal and finance pieces and you know, just the day-to-day operations of the business, human resources, hiring, all of the glamorous, fabulous things, honey. Uh, so, you know, that's my that's my life. So it's actually nice, this whole, like, little TV thing, because we get to explore a, a little bit of a creative side of Robert Brotherton, which only pops its head out in the form of a Balenciaga coat every now and then. No, so that's what, what I'm telling you. It's so wild, because, like, chief operating officer is such a, like, you know cool glam sea level title but it's operations i mean you do a lot of the so so the fact that we see you with your balenciaga what is that a cape that you showed up with to I mean, stacy no that's i wild. call it a comforter it's like a lovely little down comforter it's literally quilted like the inside is quilted so no i am obsessed i am obsessed so did you want to get into fashion because you were at la perla with julia too right so you guys worked there together, and then you came over with her to Elite? Yeah, I always worked in fashion. So I graduated school with an opera degree and decided, oh, that's probably not for me. So I also had Wait, the same t- opera? Opera. An operatic performance degree. Okay. I cannot. Yeah, no, you can. And we might. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we need we need a note, Robert. We need oh, a God. note. We need a note. Here's an... <laughs> I'll have notes at the end. Okay. Okay. So I graduated college with that and an advertising degree. I knew I wanted to work in fashion. I started, you know, I did a few internships and then started at Zach Posen where I was there for like many, many years. And that was like everything you could dream of in like a fashion job because it was like, you know, small fashion brand, but we were doing everything under the sun, celebrity dressing, you know, the best PR, everything. And, you know, Zach was, Zach was Zach. So it was project runway days. It was everything. And so then I moved to Escada, which was a very different world, very German, very formulaic, very uh, regimented. And then La Perla came along and I thought that was a really exciting opportunity because they were doing new things with clothing. And I mean, the brand is so fabulous and beautiful. And also like they make men's loungewear. And I was really hoping to go to work in silk. And then that's when I met this fabulous woman named Julia Hart. Uh, I remember the first day we met, she was dressed head to toe in this like Dior suit looking scrum diddly umptious and I approached her introduced myself like any good like little gay sidekick would <laughs> and I like immediately told her that I thought her hair was really pretty and that I loved her Dior suit and like did she like my YSL <laughs> sandals or whatever bullshit I said to her and so then she was like okay I like this person but I'm not sure then uh, a few weeks later she was in New York we were shooting some like Harper's Bazaar thing or whatever there was a celebrity dressing thing that I wanted to do. A big, big musician had wanted us to create a gown for her. And my boss said no. And I was like, mm, honey, if you think I'm going to take this, no, you've got another thing coming. So I called up Miss Julia Hart and said, listen, I, you know, I'm not telling tales out of school, but this guy just said no to dressing this celebrity. And I'm sure you'd want to. Well, long story short, three days later, that guy was fired and I had his job. Hooray! At La Perla. <laughs> La Perla. Oh and that began God. like our our little love affair together. You know, when you work in PR and marketing, you're very close. Like you're always talking, you know, you're working on each other's projects and brands. And that's how I became her, her, uh, what do I always say? Her, 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 her executor, her implementer. 
you guys are so and your best friends, would you say? Yeah, for sure. And you work together every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I, feel, never I mean, gets- I'm a lot. I'm a lot to handle. And she's got to deal with it on a daily, you know. Is she not a lot to handle? No. I mean, I'm really the worst, honestly. I, I'm <laughs> shocked she's not on some type of medication. I mean, can you imagine all day, every day, high energy? And then I go go home at six o'clock, have a glass of wine and make other calls? Like, come on, it's enough. <laughs> it's a hot <laughs> fucking mess. All in Excel, by the way. So you're saying that she puts up with you. It's not you putting up with her. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm the literal dog shit worst. <laughs> no, stop. I'm serious. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Robert, I have a question. So what do you say to people? You know, when I started posting about the show, I got a lot of messages. People were like, oh, you know, it's fake. I mean, you've probably seen the, the people talking and being like, oh, it's, you know, scripted. It's fake. It's not real. Or people coming out of Muncie and saying, you know, I knew Julia or what, what, what would you say to those people and those, and those rumors? Well, first off, anyone saying like a reality show is fake. Like I would say revolutionary, you know, like, <laughs> thank, thank you for your very impactful thought. But number two, I have been there. Like, I mean, I obviously wasn't with her when she was growing up, but we did go to Muncie. You see it. I mean, you yeah. see the world in which they come from. And I mean, I, I also say, I would say, wait for the book. I mean, I've seen the pictures. I've seen, it's, it is amazing this little enclave that exists in upstate New York. And, you know, there are people there who are happy. There are people who are not. The number of messages that she has gotten from young women who like say, thank you, or you're such an inspiration. Like you're showing me that I can do something that I can. It's so, I mean, yeah. it's like food for the soul. And, right. you know, if, if you think it's fake, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, let you guys, let's say this. Maybe the TikTok Ben did for Bacheva in the middle of the street. Maybe that was, you know, pre-planned. Um, no, that killed me. That TikTok killed me. First off, what killed me in that whole thing was my outfit. I don't know if you saw it, but I was channeling Beyonce, but really delivering like a chubby Adam Lambert. You were taking it so seriously. I think that's what oh. was so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. First off, we don't do anything half-ass in this household. Thank you very much. If I'm going to do it, every part of me is going to do it, even if it jiggles left, right, and center. <laughs> Are you on TikTok now? I, I am on it. I need to be better about it because I really think like it's a good medium for me. Yeah. But I don't want to dance. Like I'm literally, I'm not a good dancer. So I need to find like my niche. Yeah, you could do other things. I also don't have TikTok, but I'm like that old person who's insistent to not like get with the times. I'm like, no, send me a recording of it, you know, (laughs) because it is it is because I think for me too, like you see the dances and you're like, but the dances, but like, no, there are other things. There are other things that you can do. I also take issue with like what TikTok thinks I like, because like if you if you look at like the videos they're feeding me, I'm like a horned up 13 year old who like only wants to see shirtless boys doing weird thing in sweatpants. And I just take issue with this ridiculous profiling. Like, no, I want to see like someone garden their petunias in the backyard. (laughs) Someone show me a dog doing something weird. Like, but you know, TikTok's got me nailed apparently. Wait, and your Instagram algorithm is better? Like your explore page, they, they pull up gardening? Yeah, you know, I'm not really on the Instagram Explore page very often. Maybe that's why I'm not getting a blue check. Um, not engaging enough in their space. But uh, I, I don't know. I haven't. I need to. I need to get on my Explore page. 
TikTok, I'm, I'm trying to make it work, but you're trying. I mean, it is, it is. That's the thing with TikTok. It's work. It's work. not like you can just half ass it. Like Mm-mm. you have to put, you have to make the videos. You have to hold the little microphone. You have to have a green screen. Equipment. You to, <laughs> I need to be a fucking movie studio to do a, a, a TikTok video. Everyone's like, exactly. oh, do this green screen with this, with this soundtrack and this sound, sound overlaying sounds. You want me to cut a video, trim it, trim exactly. it. Exactly. God, exactly. God. In heaven. Robert, are you into celebrity gossip? Yeah, obviously. Love a okay. celebrity gossip. I want to know what your thoughts are on Benefer 2.0. Okay, Benefer 2.0. First off, I think you make make a mistake once, shame on you. Make a mistake twice, have it with a glass of wine. You know, <laughs> enjoy it. Savor it. Robert Brotherton, thank you so much for joining me today. Amanda, this was so fun. I'm so sorry I'm cutting it short. I Want to get into the celebrity gossip? I know oh. we didn't talk about the sur- the the procedure you're going to have today. So much important stuff, but we'll do it another time. Please, I beg of you. Go find Robert on every media he's on and follow him and his dog, Richard Doodle, baby. <laughs> Richard Doodle, thank you so much, Robert. It was so nice having you. Oh my god, huge kiss to you, Amanda. Talk soon. Bye, babe. Mwah. Okay, you guys, I love telling you about meal kit delivery services because you know what? Who in our modern world has freaking time to cook meals, to Google recipes, to know in advance what ingredients you need and shop for those? Like that sounds legit, certifiably insane in the membrane. And that's why I wanted to tell you about Green Chef. Green Chef makes it super easy to get a whole meal kit. So everything's in a little bag, all the ingredients you need, you get the instructions on how to make the easy recipe. And you know what? It's also healthy. That's why Green Chef is one of the most amazing meal delivery services because they have keto, paleo, plant-powered diets and meals to help you eat in a more balanced way. I chose the just the balanced option because I know I'm a balanced kind of gal. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. So premium ingredients are used like organic veggies and high quality proteins. One of my favorite, most favorite meals was like this, like couscous. Um, it was like a Mediterranean dish couscous with like lamb. Like who would have thought I would make something like that? Like, honestly, not me unless it's delivered to my doorstep and I have step-by-step instructions on how to make the meal. All right. So you guys really need to check it out and you're going to thank me later for making your life so much easier and giving you a hundred dollars off and free shipping. So you go to greenchef.com slash not skinny 100 and use not skinny 100 to get a hundred dollars off and free shipping you guys. So that's greenchef.com slash not skinny 100 and use code not skinny 100 to get a hundred dollars off plus free shipping. Huzzah. Huzzah. Okay, you guys already freaking know how much I love to sip on my celts feel like a Kardashian and live my best freaking life all, all the while being a healthy freezing bish. You know why? Because huzzah tastes like freaking sunshine in a can has added probiotics, but only has three grams of sugar or less. Yup. You heard me right. Wild, wild, wild. Honestly, you guys, this uh, has so much flavor. A lot of other flavored seltzers are like, ding. This has like a burst of flavor. They have 
amazing different flavors like raspberry and lemon, strawberry and hibiscus, juicy pear. I freaking love the juicy pear. I haven't tasted a pear seltzer anywhere else in the freaking world. So you guys need to check it out. It's, you know, we all have our oral fixation situations. Like I need to be sipping on something all day. Let me freaking take the cool can out of the fridge, pour it in a nice tall glass, add ice, maybe even a metal straw and voila, I'm a fancy schmancy pants, being healthy, looking amazing, feeling like just the vision of health you guys, honestly. So if you have the same issue as me, drop the bad drinks. And if water bores you, pick up Huzzah, you guys, and get 20% off. So get your cooler ready. Stock up on Huzzah Probiotic Seltzer by using the code NOTSKINNY for 20% off your order at drinkhuzzah.com. The code is NOTSKINNY, you guys, for 20% off. And you go to drink, H-U-Z-Z-A-H dot Com. That's drink h u z z a h dot com. Code is not skinny for twenty percent off. You guys, I have Bacheva now heart, which we'll discuss in a second. From my favorite show that I finished on Netflix, My Unorthodox Life. I freaking loved it. I loved your family, and thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is amazing. I love your show. I was just telling bot, which like, can I call you bot? Does everybody call you bot? Yeah, that's funny. I was, I was doing a podcast recording yesterday and they're like, so how do you say your name? I was like, bot Um, and really like bot was always like a very, like only my family called me that like not even friends. And now like random people who meet me in the street, they're like bot. And I'm like, Hey, <laughs> so oh, it's totally oh fine. God, I've gotten over it. <laughs> but okay. So first of all, Bat means girl in Hebrew, just so everyone were on the same page. But Batsheva is what was that woman doing in the Bible? So she was King David's mom. Oh, she was. Was she a good lady? She was a good lady. We liked her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I forget there was some like not good lady, which I thought might be Batsheva. Maybe it's someone else. I actually liked studying like in because I grew up in Israel. So we we had like Bible, like not mm-hmm. in a religious way. We just like learned it. And I always felt like the stories are so like just like a good novel. Exactly. Like it's so interesting. Yeah. Like a history class. So yeah, definitely story time. Story time. Exactly. So sorry, I'm going to call you about Cheva because now I feel bad. You're like literally oh, only no, my family, it's but okay. Totally <laughs> fine. No, no, I was, it was on the show. I didn't realize even that people were using that. And then I guess like the nickname just caught on to everyone. So now on like a much wider age now, even like when I get like a coffee, I'm like just right pot on the coffee cup, you know, it's so much easier. Um, so I'm, I'm going with it. So feel free to call me bot. <laughs> How was it going through life? I mean, I'm, maybe in Muncie, it was more, was it common? Did you know anybody else named Bacheva? Yeah, it's not, I would say, a very common name, but it's definitely, it's out there. So I wasn't like the only girl name, but it's not like some, there's a lot of like typical names that people have, and it definitely wasn't one of them. Well, it's a very cute name, and I actually think that Bot is really cute. And you're right, it's so weird Thank because you. you did let us in on your life, like, in the show. And it's so weird to think like the way we call the Kardashians like Coco and, you know, we use their nicknames because we see it on the show. Nobody was like, oh, call me that. We were just like Coco, Kiki, like we, we, exactly. we see it on TV. 
So now, you know, when I was talking to, I think Robert about this, that like, do you feel like you guys managed to like, kind of step into like a Kardashian vibe? I mean, it's very different, but it is very based on like family and, and values and stuff. I think like the Kardashians made the headway for this to be a thing for like family reality to be something that people are interested in watching. So I definitely feel like that's why everyone's like the Jewish Kardashians or the kosher Kardashians. Um, I've been seeing a lot of those references. Um, And I think that's just because you haven't seen so many like close knit family reality TV shows out there. So we're like a very similar in that sense. Or cared because let's be honest, there have been some. There was like I remember E picked up like, like the Brady family or something. I don't, oh yeah, uh, his name is and I, uh, Bradshaw. Sorry, Carrie Brad, he's Bradshaw. Like a football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, who fucking cares? And I threw something at the TV. <laughs> and like for some reason, people cared about your family story. And even though your mom is like a fucking big shot, I didn't know who she was. Cause like, if you're not in that world, maybe you don't know, but somehow it did catch on. Like, did you, were you guys like aware of the fact that it could be like trend like this? I think because we're on Netflix, we knew that it had that possibility and that's what we were really hoping for because it's really a global audience instead of like, I guess like a national audience. Mm. Um, so it has that ability to really like go worldwide, which is really cool because I see the show in so many different languages and people tag me in their stories and I hear like a random, you know, actor, actresses voiceover to what we're saying. So it's really interesting to see. Oh my God, that is so cool. Right. It is about reach because a lot of times I forget that like E and Bravo, it's very, you know, it's like here. Um, it's not, it's even just cable. So if you don't have cable, you can't even watch it. And I forget how freaking widespread Netflix is. So that's freaking crazy. Yeah. Did it get, did it take you time to get used to like the camera vibe or were you like lights, camera, action? I was definitely like all into it because I do social media. So like I, have your you're on my tripod right now I, I bring it with me everywhere I'm always filming myself and like what I'm doing so I think to me I had the easiest time getting used to having the cameras everywhere whereas my mm. family was like a little more shy to it um but you get used to it and they're not like in your face like they have like a healthy distance you whenever I feel like you hear people talk about it they're always like yeah you forget the cameras are there so I don't know if you forget they're there but they're not in your face and they don't feel imposing that's so crazy. So you started on TikTok. Was that your media? Like that was your big. That's um, big I started was. on Instagram and then I would say like I blew up on TikTok. So that like definitely I've been doing social media now for four years and I got into TikTok like in the middle of 2019. So like halfway through and that's where I was able to like gain a much larger following because it was such a new platform pre pandemic. So it was Really, um, I got in at a lucky time. And yeah, it sounds like you were one of the first the first people to really get on that. And and that success isn't because you're, you know, somebody's daughter. That's all you like. Nobody even knows. Yeah. So I think I mean, I definitely have had like viral videos with my mom's closet and people are like, (laughs) oh, you know, your mom. And I was like, I made the content. I put it out there like I never felt like that's what defined me. But I definitely like I love like doing videos with my family. And I feel like people 
from the million of people that follow me, like they knew who my siblings were. So I got a lot of messages like I've been following you on TikTok. It's so exciting to see your family show. That's been really exciting. Okay, you guys, I said it before. I'll say it again. You deserve personalized hair care. Stop buying drugstore brand two for one, one plus one for 50% off shampoos and conditioners. It's time for you to step up to the next level because you know what? You deserve it. Pros, you guys. Pros literally made it possible for me to shower less, which is just a gift to me. Like wash my hair, I mean, even though I did miss a shower in general, like yesterday, but don't tell anyone when you're a mom, it happens. And also it feels so much nicer to shower after you miss a shower because then you're like actually dirty and you actually get clean. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that I could go like three days between hair washes when I started using pros, which was like a very long time ago. So with pros, you go to their website, you take a personalized quiz. Uh, it asks you everything from your zip code to know kind of like what the area is like in terms of pollution to obviously like your strand of hair. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What are you looking for in your hair care? And uh, do you have dry hair, oily hair? Um, literally they analyze like over 85 factors and they determine a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. Also, don't worry, they have a review and refine feature. So if you need to tweak your formula for any reason, like change of address, hair color, or your diet, review and refine, babies. And they are a carbon neutral certified B Corp. Okay, which means Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. Love to see it, love to hear it, love to use it. Okay, you guys get 15% off Pros by going to Pros, P R O S E dot com slash not skinny. That's Pros, P R O S E dot com slash not skinny. So no code just URL. Don't forget it. It's pros.com slash not skinny to get your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Let's just take a brief moment, you guys, to discuss the fact that Batsheva is sitting on a fucking boat looking glam AF, like fucking sun-kissed. Thank bronze. you. Meanwhile, I'm I have my in visor New York. here. I took this Oh off. my God. You're so cute. Are you celebrating something or is it just like a regular day in your life to be like on a boat? Oh, it's my friend's 25th birthday. So we're all, we, a lot of, a bunch of us flew in from New York to LA and we're celebrating today on Catalina Island. It's my first time here. Oh. And then we're heading to Vegas this weekend. Ugh, I hate Vegas. Do you like Vegas? I actually really, I like Vegas for like the hanging out by the pool and then going to shows at night. I'm not like mm. gambling or crazy partying, but we'll do like a little bit and a nice amount of everything. Are your friends from Muncie or are they friends from the city? These are my city friends. This city is like friends. my new crew. Yeah. You're a new crew. How do you make a new crew? So when, when you came to New York, you were how old? I moved to the city in 2019. So like two and a half years ago. So how do you make friends? Really? Re so I was really lucky that I met a couple at a Passover program that we went to that was in the city and they introduced us to all their friends. So we were able to like kind of weasel our way into a friend group that already existed. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, it, it was really nice. So I'm, I'm very thankful for my friends and they're big fans of the show and they're all up. Oh. oh, I'll say hi to them after. I will. 
That's so funny. And you go to FIT still or did you did you finish? I am still a part-time student there. I have five more classes. So I say by the time I'm 30, I'm 28. That's hopefully <laughs> I'll I'll finish them all. It's really just like to get the degree. I don't need it for what I'm doing right now. But because where I came from, like it wasn't a thing that we needed a degree. I want that accomplishment under my belt. And that's definitely something you want to do, right? You want to stay in like fashion and yeah, I would definitely want to stay in the content world. Um, but I'm getting my uh, my bachelor's in direct and interactive marketing, which is like what I'm doing. And I have my associate's degree in accessories design. So I can really do like fashion or marketing. Um, and I have a degree for both, which is cool. Well, good. You are. Let me tell you about Cheva. You are one just like a smart head on your shoulders. Type, like you're just amazing. Really? Thank you. Thank you so much. Honestly, I feel like you're you're just so well-spoken and smart and know what you want. And that's just amazing. What, since when are you and Ben together? What we've age? We've been together um, over 10 years now. Like we've been date, well, together as a couple, um, but we've been married eight years, almost nine in October. So since we've been 18, long ass yes. time and now we're 28. On the show, your mom made it sound like you guys wanted to get married so young because you wanted to have sex. Is that true? Um, I would say like because where we were from, like you don't date to date. You're like dating to get married and you don't have sex before marriage. So people don't let you date for long because dating for long can lead to sex. So Mm. that's kind of like the mindset behind it all is that like and you're not even supposed to touch at all like no contact pre-marriage. So that's why people date for a really short time because they don't want you to come to succumb to temptation and God forbid do anything. So it was kind of like these, you know, these 18 year old or yeah, have basically been dating for a year. Like they either need to get married because God forbid they could have sex or they need to break up. So we chose the the get married part. Was the wedding like super religious, like separated and shit? Or was it together? Yeah, oh, it was separated. No, no, we had separate. There, there was a mechitza. It's like a <sighs> separation in between on the dance floor. So nobody should see women dancing. You guys, um, we, that is the yeah. worst. I'm sorry. I because I because of my time in Israel, I know. And if I would ever get invited to that type of wedding, even though I wouldn't because I wasn't obviously friends with such religious people at the time. But yeah. When I heard anybody has to go, it sucks because imagine I go with my husband as your guest. I can't hang out with him. I'm on the women's side. The men are on the men's side. It fucking. But you come together at the end, right? Yeah. So we like did something which was like not so done. We had like at the end, I did a dance with my dad on the women's side. So like the men couldn't see. And I did Mm. the same thing with Ben. Um, But a lot of people don't do that. And yeah, it's not as it's really not so fun to go to super religious weddings. Like now I unless I need to go for like a family member, like I tend to stay away. <laughs> when you moved to the city, is that when your your kind of transition began? Did it become like did it start right away? So, I mean, I I was living in Muncie until like two and a half years ago. So it was something like I when I did get married, like I wore a full wig and like I was still and I throw when I like post like throwback photos, like people like die from them because I'm like super, super covered up. But I, I was slowly 
slowly changing like what I was wearing and everything. And I think like once I moved to the city, I had told Ben like I'm giving him a year to kind of get on board with like wearing pants and not dressing modestly. And I really like I told this like new group of friends that I was with them like every time we go out like I want you to wear your itty bitty clothing always wear pants I want him to be around it to see it. We would literally like text like you know when you when you're going out with your friends you want a message like what is what's everyone wearing so I'm like biker shorts short shorts like whatever you got like bring it out please so he can see what you're wearing I want him to get used to it and it worked it, it eventually worked. <laughs> Oh my God. And, and on the show, we see him kind of being opposed to pants at the beginning and you kind of wanting him to warm up. And then I, a lot of people like messaged me or were talking about on the internet, like, wait, but she is wearing like short skirts. How is that? Okay. And not pants. Yeah. So that was kind of like my conversation with him. It's because where we grew up wearing pants was like a really big no, no. The only people I knew that wore pants were not religious at all. So you kind of associate it with like, if you wear pants, that means you don't have religion in your life. Um, We didn't know any modern Orthodox people, like the way that we live our life now, where we're still religious, but we live a modern lifestyle. So it was kind of like we didn't, we weren't subjected to any other kinds of Jews. It was either like ultra religious Jews or Jews who weren't affiliated at all. So in his mind, and, and which I understood, and that's why I gave him so much time to kind of get used to it. Um, it just had a really bad association, but I'm like, I, my skirts have slowly gotten shorter and shorter. Like it doesn't make any sense. Pants are more modest. So Mm. it's, I think like if you don't come from that background where it's like so bad, pants are have such a bad rap. Um, it's hard to relate. Uh, and also like, no, I tell you. Yeah. So people now even on like my TikTok, like I, that must've all that scene was for the show. wasn't real. Cause look at what you're wearing now. I'm like, the show is filmed. Like almost two years ago, like my life has since evolved. And it was like a very, very real conversation that we had for like years until he find went until I was like, this is what I'm doing. Like, you got to get on board. I, I gave you enough time. That's so true. A lot of things in religions in general, but also in Judaism don't make sense. I mean, I get what you're saying because I come from that. You know, I, I know a lot more about it because I am Jewish, but but that is true. Pants is like the ultimate, like whatever. So, so it's like long skirt, then short skirt, then pants. So, so yeah, yeah, I feel you. I mean like the, the original like halacha or like rule that it comes from is that women aren't supposed to wear men's clothing. And Mm. I don't know, like 70 plus years ago, pants were men's clothing only women didn't wear pants. So that's why like the modern Orthodox community has evolved to wearing pants because pants are no longer men's clothing. Women wear pants on a regular basis. So that's kind of where the idea came from that pants were bad. Mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm past that. I love pants. They're amazing. My life is so much better with them in my life. <laughs> is modern Orthodox a real thing? Like, has it always been a real thing or has it become a real thing recently? I honestly like don't know for sure. I think it's just like as as the world has has modernized, like they it's their like modernization of orthodoxy. So kind of like they're just more with the times as opposed to like staying more olden day, if that makes sense. Like a more modern take on orthodox religion. Because you still keep 
Shabbos, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I and, and I still- keep kosher. Like I don't eat shellfish or pork. Um, is your kitchen I, like entirely separated? Yeah, I have like separate milk and meat dishes. So I have like a full kosher kitchen. Um, so I still keep like the big, the big things. I think it's more yeah. like the way you dress. If you have a career, you don't have to have babies right away. Things like that, that are not as strict. So in your community, like, do you know how people in your old community in Muncie, like how they feel about the show? Because I mean, I'm sure you saw on the internet, people are writing open letters to your mom yeah. and being like, that's not true. Or we're not like that here. And or if they're just not accepting of your lifestyle, like how has it been seeing stuff like that? Um, I feel like I, I was surprised by the backlash of people are like, it's not like that because my mom is sharing her personal experience. She also experienced these things like 35 years ago. And since then, things have changed. Like I didn't have as strict of a upbringing as she did. I still had a really super strict upbringing. But, you know, I've heard a lot of like, untrue facts out there. Like people say I went to a different high school. That wasn't true. And and I think like some people just assume that since they've met you once, they can give a rundown on your life when mm-hmm. that they don't know what's going on inside you. And I think a lot of people made judgments before they actually watch the full season. Because if you watch all nine episodes, you get a really good sense of it's not anti-Judaism or anti-being religious. It's just you know, giving people the opportunity that if it's not for you, there are other options out there. And like, we're, you know, you have me and Ben and you have my little brother who are, he's like fully orthodox. So it's not trying to tell people to not be religious or bashing it. It's more the ultra, the fundamental part that my mom refers to. Um, She wants people to know that the people who are struggling and are unhappy that there's a way out and they can still live a very fulfilling life. Um, and it's not bashing those people, but this is all her experience. Nothing is, is made up. And I just really hope people would watch the full, all people nine jump episodes. Up. Yeah. People love making. judging mm-hmm. before that's like people, sometimes they talk to you and you're like, wait, have you watched the show? No, but, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, exactly. so I, I mean, listen, I'm sure you know this, but in this world, I mean, you gotta have thick skin. But I, from what I've seen, there is much more love going around than backlash. And like I said at the beginning, like, I really feel like you guys are in that Kardashian vibe where, you know, their show is about like family. And yeah, there was drama here and there, but it was not like a real housewives vibe where they want to like kill each other and they're talking shit and like, you know, drama like that. And I think that your mom is really inspiring. And I even personally heard people tell me she gave, she gave them like, you know, a different outlook, not even just about religion, but about changing careers or, you know, just being a badass at, you know, in the middle of life, changing shit up, being a boss. Like a lot of people have reached out to me about that. And it's so true. Like in Israel, I saw that a lot, like when kids don't want to be in the religious upbringing that their family, that, that they were raised in, they usually end up on the street like like all those things are true. So it's really hard to do what you do. But obviously you guys are like a crazy story that, you know, it's one in a million the way it happened in your family, obviously. But that's why it's freaking on TV. I want to know when did Batsheva, what was the last name before Hart? 
Um, I, you mean like my maiden name or like on Instagram? Oh, you just changed it on Instagram to heart. So yeah, my, like I actually, I go by three names. I have my legal name, my married name, and then my social media presence persona name. Okay. Let's see. Okay. What's the, the maiden name? Okay. My maiden name is Hendler. That's, I still have my legal name. And then my married name, Ben's last name is Weinstein. So like on personal social occasions, that's how I'll introduce myself. Mm. But like social media wise, like I'm known as Fletch of a Heart. And that's like the name that I like to go with. Did that happen after you filmed the show or or before? I think I made this the change before, right before we filmed or before we started filming the series. Like once I felt like I knew this was coming out, I wanted to attach. I actually made my TikTok name when I started it, but Chava Heart. And once I felt like that gained enough traction and followers, I decided to change my Instagram name to Bachava Heart as well. Oh, okay. Cause I don't know why when Miriam told you that she was changing it, did she change it legally to heart? She changed it legally, yeah. Oh wow. I also saw, mm-hmm. by the way, your fucking sister who's so awesome. She has a she girlfriend is. now, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Natalie. She's really lovely. She's Sweden. Is she a model with Elite? She is a tennis player. Oh, excuse uh-huh. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we we have a type. Miriam and I both like our significant others tall. Ben and Natalie are the same height. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's awesome. She's such a she's so cool. And I mean, if I was like her, how old is she? 20? 21. Well, she can drink now. So that'll be fun for you. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It was really fun. We went out for her birthday. Oh, that is so fun. Would you be down to do another season? Definitely. At Netflix. Are you if you're listening to this? Netflix, if you're listening to this, <laughs> listen, people loved you and the show so freaking much. Your family like literally seeped into all of our hearts. So just know that. So we're all freaking waiting to watch you more and more on TV. And everybody go follow Bacheva on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I'm trying to get into that these days. Yeah. Bacheva heart on all platforms. She knows her fucking shit. Okay. She's been doing it since it was, it started. She didn't hop on it now like a lot of other bitches. But Jeva, thank you so much. Go enjoy the freaking boat you. with all your friends and say hi to your whole family and tell your mom to invite me to your house. Okay. Definitely. Okay. You, you are invited anytime. <laughs> it's okay. so nice to talk. Thank you, you so too. much for having me on. Thanks, babe. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.